In this episode, I'm going to talk about why I am going to be an Uber driver. Live from Amsterdam, this is the Ilko de Boer podcast. So I was in London um, two weeks ago to uh, to go to an event for Virgin Unite. They invited me. It was a 10-year anniversary and it was a pretty cool, uh, pretty cool experience. Um, Branson was there, LOA Black was there. Uh, a lot of good friends I met in, uh, on Necker Island, but also on um, in South Africa on the Virgin United Connection trip, and um, and it was fun, man. It was fun. Um, but the thing that was uh, it was actually fun as well is that they cancelled my flight. I was on um, London City Airport. It was Saturday. Wanted to go back home. Uh, had some meetings here in Amsterdam, and then they cancelled the flight around twelve o'clock, and then I had to. Uh, because they closed the airport at one, so they cancelled the flight, and then I had to go to Heathrow, which was and already I had already been in the taxi for like an hour, and then I had to go from London City Airport to Heathrow, which is another like ninety minutes or even two hours, and um, and I spoke with a of course I spoke with a taxi driver, uh, with an Uber driver, and um, you know it's I I always love that stuff I love to drive with Uber, with Uber taxi drivers, and specifically the Uber Pop, which is called Pop in Holland, um, which is not the original official taxi taxis, but like the people who just have a side hustle, and they drive with their own personal car in with an Uber, uh, with the Uber app. So um, I, uh, I stopped immediately after like two minutes to go to a gas station to br- buy him some water and some drinks and some food and everything. And uh, I was like, yeah, I'm in it for like 90 minutes or two hours, so just have a good time. And I was asking the, the guy some questions uh, about how long he's been driving, and he just literally started driving like two weeks with, uh, with Uber. And, um, and uh, it's so funny, you know, because if you look at something that I'm good at, and uh, you know, I'm, 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 I might be arrogant to say it, but I, th- it's, I think it's something I'm great at. It's really coaching entrepreneurs and um, sharing ideas and um, and really helping entrepreneurs. It's something I'm really great at. And I mean, I suck at a lot of stuff, but that's something I'm really great at. So I was um, I was in an Uber taxi driver. And why do I say that, that I'm great at it? Because it comes naturally to me, and I do it if people pay me for it. But I can't help myself to. Um, to uh, to uh, to help people whenever they don't pay me. Actually, I had to pay him for the for the for the for the for the drive. So um, we were talking. I was talking about the guy, and there's an article somewhere um, online about a guy who's making two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year um, on Uber as an Uber driver, and uh, not by driving the taxi, but by selling stuff in the taxi. So I think he has jewelry or something, and um, and he he sells the jewelry to people who were in his Uber taxi, and I think like an an average Uber driver, Uber pop driver, has around thirty to fifty um, uh, drives per day, so thirty to fifty new customers per day, and like ninety nine point nine percent of all the drivers they, you know, people step in, 
they drive them to a certain place and then they drop them off. That's it. But this Uber driver, he actually sells the jewelry. So I was telling the story to the guy because he didn't know f for sure if he would be if he wanted to become an Uber driver for a long period, because he was like searching for other ways to make money. So I shared the story and he was like, "Wow," and um, and it's funny because I gave him a lesson and I reminded myself of um, of a lesson as well. Uh, sometimes you learn by teaching other people, and I learned from teaching to this guy. I told him, don't um, see the people who enter your taxi as a taxi customers, but every conversation you have with the people that enter your taxi or enter your car, see it as a sales conversation from, from start to finish. See it as a sales conversation and go through these steps. And I explained him my four steps of or five steps of a great sales conversation. And... Um, and he was like, "Wow, this is amazing!" And uh, because you know what, people won't won't figure out or won't understand that you're having a sales conversation with them. And um, it all starts off with with I mean, a great sales conversation always starts off with a small thing, and that's building rapport in a good way. So, how can you build rapport in a taxi? So, I was handing him a business plan: How can you build rapport in a taxi? Somebody enters your taxi. First thing you ask. What would you like to drink? Instead of, oh, here's a bottle of water. What would you like to drink? Invest maybe 60 cents, you know, giving them a Coke or some water or whatever. So what would you like to drink? Oh, here's some drink. And then the rapport is there. And then you can move on to the second part of the conversation. And um, so I, 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 I went through all those, uh, all those steps with him. And he was amazed. And he was like, whoa, man. First of all, I can make so much more money if I sell stuff in my car. And stuff with margins. And second of all, every person that enters is a sales conversation. And it's fun, you know, because even if you don't sell, you had a great conversation. And um, so I reminded myself when I was teaching him these these lessons is that every conversation you have actually is a sales conversation. You're selling something to somebody else. May, might not be a physical thing, but you're selling yourself in a, in a, in, in a certain way. And um, so if you talk to people, uh, you could chit-chat, you can just do, you know, you can gossip, you can do whatever, or you can see every conversation as a sales conversation without being salesy. People will never figure out that it's actually a sales conversation. But if you have the right strategy of the sales conversation, it's amazing, man. I call it connective selling. You make it, you sell by connecting with people and make them connect to themselves as well. And if you're good at that stuff, man... Things will change. So every conversation we have actually is a sales conversation. And we should be really aware of the words we speak and the questions we ask. And life will become so much more profitable, so much more fun. More opportunities will come on your path. And, um, and, uh, and you might get... Oh, so, so final thoughts, final thoughts. I really consider, I really consider applying for uh, being an Uber pop driver. So, um, and I have some crazy ideas, man, some crazy ideas. So I, I am also considering, and I don't know, and don't tell my wife, but I don't know if they allow it, but I would love to, uh, I'm not, not really big into cars. I mean, you know, I drive a nice car, but, um, and you know, but I'm really considering <laughs> buying a Ferrari and doing Uber pop. 
So just, and then periscope it. I mean, how cool would that be? Like if, imagine, imagine you order an Uber pop, which is really cheap. I mean, you can be in an Uber pop car for like 15 minutes and pay like four euros. But imagine uh, being picked up by a Ferrari and then pay like four euros for like 15 minutes drives. How amazing is it? And uh, how much fun would it be for me to do that stuff? So I'm, I'm really considering doing that just for fun. Obviously not for the money. And because um, how, how, like, I don't know if anybody did it, but this is like great marketing, you know, and it's so much fun as well. So I'm considering that stuff. And otherwise I'll do it with my own car. So, um, you know, okay, last story, last story of this uh, podcast. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm rambling again and I hope you like it. So my good friend, one of my good friends, his mother was, um, he, she came from, uh, from the States to, um, to, uh, to Holland, but she had a, um, uh, she flew from, uh, the States, from Dallas to London to Amsterdam, and she was about to arrive in the morning in Amsterdam, but, you know, she didn't arrive, and then it was evening, and she still didn't arrive, so I texted my friend, like, is she, how, how's your mother doing? I didn't know that she didn't, she didn't catch her flight in London, so with just a random text, like, hey, is your mother, uh, already back? How was her flight? And he was like, no, man, I'm panicking, and, uh, things are not great. And she's still not here. And I was like, what the what the heck, you know? And he was like, yeah, I'm going to the airport right now, yada, yada. I was like, should I come? He's like, no, no, no. So obviously I, I went to Schiphol, to the airport. And then halfway when I was going to Schiphol, he called me. And he was like, oh, she, she arrived. I was like, okay, that's good. So then I drove back, but I didn't drive back from the highway. I went through the center of Amsterdam. And... Um, and then I was at the museum playing with my car, and there was a big festival. So I opened, the, I opened the, the window to see what music they were playing. And then there was this big group of, uh, of, of people, uh, a big family. Um, and they, uh, they, uh, they were like, oh, yeah. So, so literally that morning, I, told, I, was, I was teaching a group of entrepreneurs and stuff. And I told them, like, I would love to be an Uber driver. And, like, literally that evening, I was standing at the Museum Plain, Museum Square, and uh, and um, and they asked me, like, are you an Uber driver? I was like, no, I'm not an Uber driver. And I was like, where do you have to go? They said, well, we have to go to Amsterdam East. I was like, I have to go to Amsterdam East because I have to go to the office to pick up the air conditioning. And uh, I was like, uh, you know, I'm not an Uber driver. You can you, you can drive with me for free. And they were like, really? And then this whole family, like three big guys and one woman and two children, entered my car. And it was so much fun, you know. And they'll be like, what the heck, man? I'm dri- we're driving in this cool car and you bring us and it's free. I mean, what can we do? And they wanted to give me um, Suriname food because, you know, their father worked in a Suriname restaurant. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. Like, literally the morning I was telling a group I would love to be an Uber driver, and that evening people asked me, like, are you an Uber driver? And I was like, okay, this is a sign, I have to pick them up. And obviously, during that small drive, they picked up that I was an entrepreneur, and uh, they asked me if I coach entrepreneurs, I'm like, sure, and, uh, you know, anyway, it was it was really, really fun. And um, And those are the things that, you know, that's what life is all about, you know, having fun. Uh, meeting cool people, having great conversations, and um, and uh, that was yeah. I I came home uh, happy and fulfilled. You know, that's th- those are the things that uh, that uh, that I live for, and those are the experiences that I live for. So um, 
that's it. That's it, man. I uh, I know I'm rambling, uh, but uh, but I hope you like it. I think it's a fun story. And uh, so anyway, lesson of the day: every conversation you have is a sales conversation. And that's it. Bye.